Welcome to Daily Reflections, your source of spiritual insight and guidance rooted in the gospel of the day. I invite you to join me on a journey of contemplation and discovery as we unpack the timeless wisdom found within the gospel. The aim is to provide a space for thoughtful reflection and inspiration, exploring how the teachings of the gospel can illuminate our lives in profound and meaningful ways. Whether you're seeking to deepen your understanding of faith, find comfort in daily struggles, or simply to ponder life's deeper questions, Daily Reflections offers a sacred pause for introspection and growth. Today, we celebrate the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time, and we begin with Psalm 147. Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Together, praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Sing praise to our God, for he is gracious. It is fitting to praise him. The Lord rebuilds Jerusalem, the dispersed of Israel he gathers. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He tells the number of the stars. He calls each by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. To his wisdom there is no limit. The Lord sustains the lowly, the wicked he casts to the ground. Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Together, praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Our gospel for today is taken from Mark chapter 1, verse 29 to 39. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening, after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases. And he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, Everyone is looking for you. He told them, Let us go to the nearby villages, that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. You know, for me, one of the most beautiful lines in this gospel is we, when Jesus gets up, you know, we hear this rising very early before dawn. He left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Prayer and seclusion were profoundly important to Jesus for several reasons. You know, and this emphasis is echoed throughout the New Testament in various scriptural passages. I'd like to share with you today some key reasons why prayer and seclusion were significant to Jesus and perhaps to help all of us to see the importance of why we need it. Jesus sought seclusion to engage in intimate communion with God. 
fostering a deep and personal relationship with his father. This is highlighted when Jesus goes up to a mountainside to pray alone. And Jesus often withdrew to lonely places to pray. Seclusion and prayer provided Jesus with spiritual renewal and strength, equipping him for the demands of his ministry and the challenges he faced. You know, in Luke's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 12 to 13, Jesus spent the night praying in solitude before calling his disciples, exemplifying the importance of prayer in, in real pivotal decisions and moments of discernment. By demonstrating the significance of prayer and seclusion, Jesus provided a, a model for his disciples and followers, encouraging them to prioritize moments of solitude in prayer. In Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 6, Jesus instructs his disciples to go into their rooms, close the door, and pray to their Father in secret, highlighting the value of intimate private prayer. Jesus used seclusion and prayer to seek God's will and guidance. In Luke chapter 22, verse 41 to 42, Jesus prayed fervently in the Garden of Gethsemane, surrendering to God's will before his crucifixion. This really exemplifies the depth of communion and, and seeking of divine guidance inherent in prayer. Prayer in seclusion provided Jesus with strength and resolve in the face of temptation and adversity. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 11, Jesus went into the wilderness to pray and fast, preparing himself for the temptations presented by the devil, showcasing the power of prayer in moments of trial. Jesus' practice of prayer and seclusion underscored the personal holiness and devotion that he exemplified. And then if we open Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7, it is emphasized that Jesus, during the days of his earthly life, offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears, displaying the depth of his spiritual devotion. The need for a secluded place to pray, as emphasized by Jesus, reflects the importance of finding inner stillness and communion with God. My friends, in today's fast-paced world, distractions abound, making it challenging to center our thoughts and connect with the divine. Jesus' example of seeking out a secluded place to pray highlights the value of creating a space free from external influences, where we can quiet our minds and turn our attention holy to God. I also think that a secluded place to pray provides an environment conducive to introspection, self-examination, and deep spiritual contemplation. It allows us to escape the noise and busyness of everyday life, fostering an atmosphere where we can listen for God's voice and seek guidance in solitude. Jesus' actions remind us of the need to prioritize moments of seclusion for prayer, recognizing that it is in these quiet spaces that we can cultivate a deeper relationship with the divine. Jesus' example of seeking a secluded place to pray encourages all of us to carve out intentional 
Let me repeat that. Intentional time and space for communion with God. And in doing so, we honor the sacred practice of prayer, nurturing our spiritual well-being and deepening our connection to the divine source of strength, guidance, and comfort. So really, what about you? How much quiet time do you have each day? It's completely normal to struggle to find a secluded place for prayer in the midst of a busy life. Even myself as a priest, you know, it, it can get really overwhelming. Many people face similar challenges when it comes to creating moments of solitude and connection with God. You know, the good news is that there are practical steps and alternatives you can consider to help cultivate a space for prayer within your busy schedule. Consider setting aside time, either early in the morning or late at night, when the environment is generally quieter. This can allow you to find moments of seclusion when the demands of the day have not yet begun to have subsided. And if finding a quiet physical space is difficult, utilize headphones with serene music, nature sounds, or white noise, or using earplugs can help create a sense of seclusion, even in a bustling environment. Designate a specific area in your home, no matter how small, as you, as your sacred space for prayer. You know, in a lot of places, I hear our, our brothers say, you know, I have this man cave, I can get away. Well, what about a prayer place in the home? Call it a prayer cave. This can be a corner of a room, a cozy chair, a specific cushion where you can retreat for moments of spiritual connection. If possible, find, find a quiet spot in nature, a park, garden, even a quiet balcony as an alternative space for prayer. Nature provides a serene backdrop for meditation, offering a sense of seclusion amidst the beauty of creation. Consider using meditation or prayer apps. There are a lot of them. During the course of Lent, we really are going to be promoting the Hallow app, which is a wonderful app that offers guided sessions, allowing you to create a virtual secluded space for prayer using headphones or earbuds. And if finding privacy at home is challenging, then above all, Come to church. You can spend time before the Blessed Sacrament. Seek support from loved ones or fellow believers. They may be able to offer creative solutions or provide encouragement as you navigate the journeys of finding moments of seclusion for prayer. Finally, my friends, I want to promote a retreat, a getaway. I know it's so easy to make all kinds of excuses, but I can tell you from experience, a retreat, a getaway, even as hard as it is, can change your life. Remember, the important thing is not the physical space itself, but the intention and sincerity of your heart as you seek connection with our loving God whether in a bustling city, a 
quiet countryside, finding moments of seclusion for prayer is a practice that can be adapted and tailored to fit your unique circumstances. When I go off and pray, I want you to know that I also spend a moment praying for each and every one of you. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.